Welcome to the Happy Client Show. This is the weekly podcast dedicated to helping inbound agencies master the art of truly delighting their clients. This episode is brought to you by Do Inbound, the project and process management platform built by an agency for agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ben and Andrew. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Client Show. My name is Ben Butler, and I'm joined here in studio by my lovely co-host, Andrew Dimsky. Andrew, say hello to these nice people. Hello, nice people. <laughs> Andrew, can I ask you a question? Sure. Have you ever been two months into an inbound partnership and were scrambling like mad to pull together content ideas? Yeah, has that ever happened to you? Uh, y- yes. <laughs> That's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. And I know for a lot of people, they might have chuckled on the other end here, but there's a lot of agencies out there who they're just kind of magicians. They're revealing and they're surprising and they're keeping their clients guessing. And honestly, in the background, they're scrambling to pull stuff together. But that's not a good way to scale an agency. And that's a good that's not a good way to serve your clients. No, but it's understandable because it takes a lot of work. If you're a young agency getting started, it takes a lot of work to sell an inbound retainer. You've got to add processes that you've never had before. You've got to understand prospects in a way you never had before. You've got to present the value of inbound in a way you never had before. That's where I've been. That's where we were at Guava Box, and we've been there at that two-month point where, holy crap, we got them in. We got them started. Now what the heck do we do? And it was through this painful process of delivering content over a slow period that we understood that we needed to do something better. And so today, Ben and I, we're going to dig into five signs that you need to start using an inbound game plan. So Ben, before we dive into the five points, just want to give like a quick high-level view. What is a game plan and why should anybody listening care about it? Yeah, the first thing I'll say is if you have to ask the question whether or not you need a game game plan, the answer is absolutely yes. And whether you call it a game plan or not, you still need it to run a successful relationship Because a game plan is a strategic plan to unite an organization to the mission of systematically sharing answers to prospects and customers' questions through helpful online content. We have that committed to memory here at Do Inbound, and that is really fundamental to being successful in inbound. Yeah, I totally agree. High-level view, lay out that roadmap, and it's helpful for the client because they get to see what's happening, and it's helpful for you organizationally. Because you know what content needs to be created when. And you can use that list of deliverables to go and empower your team to go create that content. And the more specific it is, the higher the value you're going to deliver to that client. That's why I love the idea of an inbound game plan. It transformed our business. And we're going to dive into these five signs that you need to start thinking about something like this. And sign number one, Ben, is you have trouble creating buy-in from people outside of the marketing department. Talk to us about buy-in, Ben. Why is this so important for inbound agencies? Buy-in is survival and buy-in is success. If you don't have buy-in from people outside the marketing department, eventually inbound partnership and all of the inbound partnerships that you run this way are going to fall off the rails because the people who are running the numbers and signing the checks, if you don't get their buy-in, all they're going to be seeing is this big old bill for inbound And they're not going to care about anything else because they don't understand it. They're not bought in and they don't believe. So you have to think beyond your marketing department because sometimes the marketing department 
they might tell you, oh, yeah, you know, we had this great meeting with the, the whole team or the board or anything like that. But you can't trust that. And I know that's hard to say, but you can't trust that they are clearly communicating the value and the culture change that inbound brings. So you have to create that, that buy-in from everyone. And if you're having trouble, that is a huge sign that you need an inbound game plan in your process. Yeah, these game plans are great at creating buy-in across the organization. And it's not the deliverable of the game plan that does that job. It's the process of building it. It's a discovery process. You're going to spend more time through the discovery process than you are through the actual building of a game plan if you have your processes documented out deeply enough and if you've laid out an efficient process there. So it's not so much the deliverable as it is the process of getting there, the joys in the journey. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to accomplish. So that's sign number one. Sign number two is you don't understand your client's current state of affairs. You don't understand what's going on in the business and what's happening inside right now. Ben, tap into this. Why is it so important for us as inbound agencies coming in who are trying to affect change? Why should we worry about the kind of the current status of that company and what the interactions are like? The current state of affairs really has an effect on everything. And so often marketing and the department of marketing is the victim of what's happening around it. And marketing is the first one to get kicked in the pants usually. So you have to understand what's going on around the marketing department. You also have to understand what's happening within the marketing department. And then you also must understand how all these departments communicate together. Because if you identify some weird kind of relationship between sales and marketing, well, that's not really going to help inbound at the end of the day because inbound is about more than marketing. It's about closing those leads into customers. So you have to understand what's happening around you so that you can be sensitive and so that you can best lead that organization through the inbound process. Yeah, that's really important because you can't speak truth. You can't speak value to someone if you don't know what's going on. And at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to deliver the the results or the value you need with inbound if you don't know how the teams interact. Because if you generate leads, but sales isn't following up with those leads, you're going to have sort of a breakdown there. So it's really interesting to understand what's currently going on. Sign three is you don't fully understand the client's audience. You haven't wrapped your mind around their target buyer personas, or you haven't narrowed the list down enough so that you can actually take the opportunity to get to know them. You see, we want to, when we're working with our clients, we want to create content that answers the core questions that they have because it's questions that drive everything. It's questions that drive interaction on social. It's questions that drive search engine results, search engine traffic. So we want to understand those questions and share content that answers those questions. So we can't really do that well without diving in and understanding the pain points. We have to understand the buyer's journey for each buyer persona and the questions that they're asking at each phase. Creating no, go ahead, bud. Creating content without fully understanding who your client's ideal customers are is like driving a road course with a blindfold on. Every twist and turn is going to be another another mistake, another discovery, and you just can't afford that in a successful, efficient inbound journey here. So you have to understand who these people are, and if I meet you and I ask you as an inbound marketer oh, tell me about this client's buyer personas and you give me the deer in the headlight looks, you're in big trouble. And it cannot be that way if you want to be successful. Yeah, I mean, you might even know, yeah, we're going after these three types of buyers and that's not enough, Ben. 
That's even, I'd say, if you've got a list of three buyer personas and you've got them pinned up on the wall, you might still have that blindfold on. You might still be trying to drive that car without the ability to see if you don't know who they are as people, if you haven't talked to them on the phone, if you haven't dug down deep and understood what are the questions that they're asking. You've got to know those things if you want to be successful. You can't take no for an answer from the client either. If the client isn't going to let you talk to customers, that's a red flag. You need to be able to speak with these customers so that you can get a detailed understanding of who they are and the questions that drive their research process. Understanding that buyer's journey is your only real way to outline content that hits each pain point each set of questions at each of those phases in the buyer's journey. So you've got to create buyer personas and dive deep to understand who they are and those questions because the answers to those questions are going to be the driver behind your content strategy. So that's a that's a wrap on sign number three. That's really, really important. That's going to help you build a game plan for the entire phase of the engagement. So this is something you're struggling with. That's a really big sign that you need a game plan there. Sign number four is you don't know what questions prospective customers are asking, then dive in here. Why are questions so important around the prospective customers phase? Yeah, this is so important that we have to almost mention it twice because understanding buyer personas is a little bit different than understanding the questions they're asking. You might be able to tell me the demographic and psychographic information about your buyer personas, but if you don't know the specific questions that they're asking through the sales process, you're not going to be able to answer those questions. And therein lies the power of inbound marketing is understanding questions and answering them. So if you're not able to do that, you're not going to be effective. And also on a very, 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 and I hate to dive this granular level, you're not going to be able to target effectively on search engines because search engines are kingdoms composed of specific questions. And those questions you have to have in mind, you have to know what they are on a technical specific level so that you can target them and so that you can answer them. And you might be asking yourself, well, Benjamin, I don't know how to do this. How do I approach this process? Simple. Start with customer service. Who are the customer service reps at your client's organization? Ask them, what kind of questions do clients have or customers have about the product or what kind of problems do they have? And then go to sales. Sales, what kind of questions are you getting that are holding people up or are huge confusion points? What are those and how can we answer them? And then next, go and interview, as Andrew was saying, interview current and past customers. And if your client won't let you talk to them, that is definitely a red flag. There's something bad happening there. Last but not least, this is extremely simple. You can do this anonymously. You can do this like a little stalker. Go on LinkedIn groups. And find, it might take a little bit of time because there's so many of them out there and not every single one is a high quality. But scope out LinkedIn groups. See what kind of questions that people are focusing on, answering, and picking. And you'll have a little bit of a recipe and a formula to move towards finding out what those specific questions are. And that's really what a game plan does is it's going to pull out specific questions for you to attack. Love it. Love it. That's a that's a core, core problem. Understanding those questions and putting a plan in place to answer them. And that rolls into sign number five. If you're struggling to create content on an ongoing basis, that's a big sign that you need a game plan. And the source for content on an ongoing basis should be your 
personas questions. And we want to systematically organize how we're going to go about answering those questions, how we're going to create that content. And that's where we want to dive into here. Content shouldn't be a weekly struggle. You should have a clear understanding of what content is going to look like over the over the whole stretch of a campaign, over the whole stretch of a year even, by building out and planning ahead. So the game plan process is going to pull that information out and help you build a content outline that will give you a clear vision. You might not create all the content at once, but you're going to at least dive in and understand what are the awareness stage ebooks that we're going to create as the cornerstone for our inbound campaigns through the rest of the year. Plan those out and then dive a little bit deeper and say what are some ebook or what are some blog post titles that we can use that continue to share information around each of these ebooks. And by putting this process in place, you actually have a structure that's repeatable and scalable. You identify one buyer persona per campaign. You break it out over 12 weeks. You design one ebook at the beginning, and then after that ebook is created, you pull 12 blog post titles out of it. That's your repeatable process right there. If you're targeting three personas, you just run three of these campaigns at the same time. One publishes Monday, one goes Wednesday, one goes Friday. And that's how you create your content. You plan it out like that. It's systematic. You take a big idea of inbound. You break it down into smaller, repeatable pieces. You've got something that can be successful right there. The game plan helps you walk through that. It helps you lay out that structure beforehand so you're not scrambling week to week to create content. So there are your five signs. Here's a recap for you. You've got trouble creating buy-in from outside the marketing department. You do not understand the current state of affairs within a client organization you don't have a full understanding of your client's audience. You don't know what types of questions that audience is asking. And if you're struggling to create content, those are your five signs that you should think about incorporating inbound game plans into your processes as an inbound agency. Now, shameless plug here. If you're interested in learning more about this process, we've got a course here called Let's Game Plan. And inside of Let's Game Plan, we break this whole process down from adding game plans to your sales process through the entire persona discovery, game plan discovery phase into building the game plan. We include all sorts of templates inside of this course. So if you want to learn more about the Let's Game Plan course, head over to the show notes here. You can get there by going to doinbound.com slash learning. Look up episode number 15 of the Happy Client Show. That's where you're going to find uh, a link to learn more about Let's Game Plan. We're happy to answer any questions you have about that. We've had, we've had several students go through that course and add game plans to their repertoire, and they're adding new revenue streams to their company by helping address all five of these pain points throughout the entire process. So if you want to learn more about that, that's where you find out information about that. Thank you guys so much for listening today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. We'd love your feedback there, and that helps share the message with other folks out on iTunes searching for content around this subject. Next week, Ben and I are going to be discussing one guaranteed way that you'll fail your inbound clients. A lot of good stuff in that. Look forward to having you with us next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to The Happy Client Show. You can find the notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash happy. That's doinbound, all one word, slash happy. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound the world's first process and project management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review of the show to help spread the happy client show vibes. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.